Welcome everybody to Hunt Free Podcast. Hunt Free was created to showcase the freedoms we all share in the archery and hunting world and to ensure the sacrifices made by fellow veterans is never forgotten by showing gratitude every day and giving back as much as we can. During the show, we'll sit down with fellow veterans and hunters alike, share sea stories from our time in the service, and share stories from hunts out in the woods. We'll talk about how we've bettered ourselves along the way, from life to hunting and everything in between. So let's get into the show now. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hunt Free Podcast. Uh, I hope y'all are staying safe and um, making the best of time with your family. Um, today is a very uh, special episode. Uh, I have my new friend, Chris Ham on. Uh, he's the owner of HHA Sports and the president, founder, and owner of uh, HHA USA, which as you all know, um, we've recently started working together, which is kind of what we'll be talking about today. And Mr. Ham will be telling us about uh, the history of HHA and why that company is so important to him. And I think the perfect segue to share with you all is today, I sent out the first order of uh, Hunt Free Stars and Tines hats. And with that comes a donation, 20% from each hat to HHA USA. Uh, so today, through you all, with all of your help, we were able to donate $135 uh, to HHA USA, which it's a great start. And I know that it's only going to compound from here. And I'm looking forward to the impact we can make. So without further ado, uh, I'll have uh, Mr. Ham introduce himself. Hey, Jimmy, I appreciate you having me on. And I, uh, I have to apologize. I saw that email come through that, uh, that the donation went through. So I, the, the public is hearing me thank you for that in person for the first time. So <laughs> I just, uh, I, I was telling my wife about it at dinner and, uh, I, I just think it's awesome. Uh, you know, your, your heart for our veterans and, and for our sport. And I just, I have a feeling that, uh, that you and I are going to be working together for a long time. So looking forward to, uh, to working for you on both uh, the HHA side and the HHA USA side. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, um, so I know we wanted to, you know, we want to hit on a few things today. And, um, you know, there's a lot that we are still learning about each other. So this is like, like the perfect opportunity to have a discussion and share with everyone some of our plans and a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you wanted to talk about the history of HHA, because I mean, it's, it's uh, the legacy of your whole family. And I think that's incredible. So if you tell us about that, I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Absolutely. I, uh, this is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 44 years old. I'll be 45 in May. Uh, and this is the only job that I've ever had. I've been fortunate enough to, to never have had to fill out a job application in my life, which I don't think a lot of people can, can attest to something like that. Um, my father started HHA Sports back in 1984, uh, so we've been around for 30, it's our 36th year in business. Um, my dad, unfortunately, uh, he was 82 years old. He passed away the day before 4th of July last year, so he's he's no longer with us, but uh, but he is with us because so many of the the beliefs and the values and the the way that we do business were were his brainchild and something that he created. So I mean, everything from the quality of our products to being made in America to our customer service and our lifetime warranty. I mean, all of those things were born from his his passion for for the archery industry and and just the way that he did business. 
That's really great. And, you know, of course, I'll say I'm sorry for your loss, but it's blessed that your father was able to live such a long life. I mean, um, and at the end of the day that life is, uh, you know, it's only what you can leave behind. And clearly he's left a legacy. So that's that's incredible. He sure did. And I mean, I, I run HHA with my brother. My brother is uh, 12 years older than I am. So he does all of our uh, design and engineering uh, and kind of heads up the manufacturing side of things. And I'm, I'm the sales marketing, um, kind of the financial guy, if you will. Um, and I, I don't want to take any credit away from Scott Bach and who I know you've had the opportunity to talk to as well, but we're, we're kind of a three headed monster and that Scott is, is taking a lot of my sales marketing duties from me, uh, since he's been with us almost five years now. So, um, but yeah, my uh, my dad definitely did leave a did leave a mark and taught us a lot of great things, and we're we're looking forward to to doing this for another thirty five years. You know, building on some of those principles that he put into place. So, speaking of uh, working in the future and seeing you know this expand for another thirty five years, I'm not sure that I'm sure you have thought of it because you know that's what makes you guys a great business and uh, like you said, a great three headed monster. I think that's a great term. That's quite. I think it's funny. Um, but moving forward, like, how do you see HHA sports operating? I guess within the next five years, you see, uh, kind of similar pattern or try to change certain things up. I know that's a vague question, but I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of your listeners probably know us as the, as the optimizer guys, you yourself, I think you're what, 20, 23 years old. So, um, I mean, the optimizer was born before you were the optimizer has been out since 1996. So, um, that that's the product that kind of put us into the mainstream, but for almost a decade or, or more before that, uh, we came out with a lot of other products. I mean, our original product was a folding stabilizer. Um, back in 1984 so we made those we made release aids we made arrow rest which we've since gotten back into uh, we actually made a broadhead at one point which a lot of people aren't aware of hmm. um the the cardboard deer targets i think that you the silhouette deer targets that you see obviously 3d's gotten very big now but uh back in the day we were one of if not the first companies to come out with a cardboard deer silhouette um so we, we did a lot of things before the optimizer came our way. Um, and I just, I guess I just give that backstory just to kind of let folks know that, you know, we're going to be getting back into a lot of the things that we were in years ago. I mean, it was, uh, I think this is four years now that we've been back into the arrow rest market with the Burtis and had good success with that. Um, but we could, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to give too many secrets too soon, but, but, other accessories that go on bows, some of the ones that I mentioned, you could you could very easily see some of those with with an HHA brand on them in the next twelve to twenty four months. That's exciting. I'm I'm excited to hear that personally. Um, I've always, you know, I didn't I didn't know that you all uh, had made all those different products, and I would definitely love to see that uh, come to fruition as well. So I'm I'm one of those uh, excited customers uh, waiting to see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm an excited customer as well because I mean, even though I've been doing this for a long time, it uh, it never gets old because it's it's challenging to come up with new products, and it's also uh, very rewarding when you when you launch something out on the market that's so well received. And we've just we've been very blessed over the years to have the following that we have with uh, with the bow sites, and we're hoping that that'll catch on in other categories as well and, and make us an even bigger player in the archery market and other other areas. Absolutely. Um, so I know that. 
speaking of uh, products and while we're still talking about uh, the HHA sports side of everything, I know that you guys just recently launched at um, ATA show and then now it's uh, shipping. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll say I'm presuming it's shipping. I know with everything going on, I don't want to say that everything's um, too smooth because I know everyone's ex- accepting and understanding that things are weird right now, but your new site, the HHA Tetra Max, uh, could you tell us some about that? Yeah, I mean, we uh, not only did we come out with the Tetra Max, we, you know, the te- the original optimizer Tetra came out three years ago, uh, and it was very successful. So we decided to kind of build off that Tetra name and launched a complete new line of sites this year, with the Tetra Max being the top of the line version of that. Um, and that site's going to look familiar to a lot of our fans because it's essentially the kingpin site that we came out with back in 2015, um, just with a few new bells and whistles on it. The main two being. Um, for years, our, our green sight ring on our sites was a decal, but these new Tetra Max and the complete Tetra line is actually a molded, uh, injection molded fluorescent green ring uh, that has the level that actually snaps right into it. So that was one significant upgrade that we made. And then every Tetra series site now has infinite adjust on the front. So when you go to do your initial sight in, uh, instead of jumping your scope from one set of holes to the next, you can essentially just unloosen two screws and infinitely slide that scope wherever you need up and down to, to get you that perfect setting to get the max yardage out of the site. Oh, nice. That's awesome. I know that's big yeah. for uh, a lot of Western guys. They like to make crazy sight tapes to shoot out 150 yards. And the, Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. Meanwhile, here, um, here's me. I've never killed a deer past 25 yards, so... <laughs> Well, you, you, you and I are fishing out of the same boat there. I think 25 or 26 is about as far as I've ever ever had to take a deer at. Obviously, living in Wisconsin, you know, it's uh, it's fairly heavy woods in most areas. Or, uh, you know, if you're in a food plot, you're going to you're gonna have an opportunity for some longer shots. But I've, I've never taken a deer over 30 yards with my bow. So. All right. Um, I'm really... Uh... I'm excited for the new, the new site. I think it looks awesome. And I, I think that the whole line really... Uh, kind of melds together well and expands the horizon for all different types of shooters, uh, which is important. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, no, I am as well. And I mean, just to just to talk a little bit about what's going on in our country right now. I mean, we did have to, uh, because of the orders from the governor here in the state of Wisconsin, we had to shut down a couple of weeks ago. So we're currently... Uh, the, the doors are closed at both assembly and the machine shop, and unfortunately, we're not doing a lot of shipping at this time either because we were we were just starting to get on top of production from our new our new launch, which was successful at ATA, and then uh, and then this came about. So uh, I just want to thank our fans for for their patience and understanding, and hopefully, when uh, when this thing clears up, uh, everybody's going to be ready to get back and, and head into the woods and, and start doing some three D shoots this summer and get ready for archery season. So. Yeah, and uh, kind of hitting on that briefly before we get into talking about HHA USA, I think you know you mentioned it earlier, um, and this is a hugely important uh, aspect to your company and other companies as well. But that you know you guys are made in the USA, and right now this is a not only a world problem, but within the United States, it's it's our problem together. So that. I know I would I appreciate it, and I know HHA and you do as well, Mister Ham. That people's understanding is, you know, that that is supporting small business because right now people's hands are tied. So whenever this does clear up, 
I know that uh, it'll be worth everyone's wait, whether it's the new site or anything. But right now, staying safe is is key. So I think that's important. absolutely. I mean, that was a big thing for us with our employees. I mean, for as much as it uh, it pained us to to shut down when we were getting close to getting getting our dealer orders caught up and fulfilled, as well as the retail side of things, we uh, you know we we can't we don't have HHA without our employees. And I mean, currently we've got about thirty or thirty two people on our roster that. Uh, that are very important to us. And even though they're not blood, we, we treat them like family and, and we want them and their families to be safe. So um, that's that, that was first and foremost on our minds. And we've got a, we've got a great team and have overcome some obstacles in the past. So I'm, I've got the utmost confidence that when the doors do finally open, that we'll be able to, uh, to get the pipeline filled back up to whatever that demand is and, uh, and, and move, move on and, uh, and be wiser for this. So definitely. Well, I think uh, now I'm I'm getting excited to talk about this next part, and that's uh, HHA USA. So start off and just tell us about how that started, and um, you know, definitely please share what that means to you uh, personally. Yeah, it's been a, a passion of mine for probably five years in the making. Even though the website just launched in December, um, it was about five years ago, five or six years ago. Um, We've had the privilege over the years, you know, with being a successful company in the industry, we've got people from all walks of life that shoot our product. And and some of those happen to be, you know, uh, professional athletes. And so um, I got a phone call probably back in 2014 or 2015 from Jonathan Lucroy. uh, And he was still playing for the Brewers at the time as a catcher and had recently made the all-star team. And through a friend of a friend, he had, he had gotten my name and wanted to get hooked up with one of our sites. So um, I, I sent Jonathan some product and started to follow him a little bit more after that as we became friends. And uh, he had gone on the Never Forgotten Honor Flight, which um, for your listeners that aren't familiar with the Honor Flight Network, uh, there's about 140 chapters around the country. And they send uh, World War II, Korea and Vietnam veterans to Washington, D.C. on the trip of a lifetime. And Lucroy went on that shortly after he made the all-star team. And he told me that hands down, it was one of the coolest experiences that he had ever had in his life. And that really resonated with me. Um, I, I, I have not served our country. Like I said, I've been, I've been employed at HHA sports since before I could drive a car. So it's the only job I've ever had, but I've, I've always had a ton of respect for our military. And, uh, even before I knew I was going down this path, I, uh, I just, I've always had a great respect for the flag and, and the pageantry of, um, I'm a big NASCAR fan. So like the Coke 600, uh, is a big, big race in NASCAR in Charlotte every year. And they, they celebrate Memorial day there and, and really, uh, put on a show for the veterans. And so, um, I've, I've just always been very patriotic. And so, uh, 2016, um, we decided to start a military discount, um, a 25% discount for any active duty or veterans that want to purchase our products. And that, that discount can be had either through our website directly, or um, our dealers will, will offer that to, uh, to veterans and active duty as well. So um, those two things kind of came along at the same time, the honor flight and then this military discount. So that's, that's kind of how I got the start for the HHA USA idea. Um, and shortly after I, I found out about the honor flight, I decided to start volunteering at our local chapter um, and would go up there as a ground volunteer, um, helping veterans get to and from the airport on the shuttle buses in the morning and then helping them get off at night once the flight was over and getting them back to the hotel. So um, 
that was where I think the, the HHA USA idea truly got cemented and formed into what it is today. Um, I was on the way home from the airport after one of my flights and, and the idea just came to me that, you know, I've got a very successful for-profit business. How can I use that to raise money for honor flight? And so I decided to talk to a couple of local archery clubs and a local archery shop. And in 2016, we raised $15,000 over three weekends for our honor flight chapter. Wow. Um, and that was just nothing more than me using my influence in the industry, um, hitting up companies instead of getting stuff for myself saying, hey, I'm going to have a veterans shoot this weekend. What can you send me? And two days later, I'd have a box of product show up out on our receiving dock. So um, basically just using the influence that I've gained in all these years uh, in our company has to, to benefit somebody other than myself. I think that's awesome. And it's, it's cool to hear how it's all started and how it came to fruition. And, um, it, it seems like it's been all very organic, um, which is really cool too, because I can hear it in you when you say it, how, how much it means to you, um, and how important it is. And I couldn't agree more that, you know, you have this passion and you have this, uh, feeling of patriotism and uh, appreciation for what these people have done. And you have that, uh, I guess the good word would be leverage through HHA sports. So it, it really flows so well together. And I think that's incredible. It does. And I mean, if you look on our website for HHA USA, we've got, I haven't counted them lately, but we have to have 75 or 80 product sponsors that send us stuff every year for these shoots. And um we, we, we did three shoots back in 2016. Um, I'm sorry, 17, I guess, was our first year. And then 2018, we, we did three shoots and, and doubled our funding that we raised to 30000 Last year, we added a fourth shoot and raised 45000 nice. And at that point, then I started to get people knocking on my door and saying, hey, would you come here and do a shoot? Would you come there and do one? Because um, we were basically just raising it for our local chapter, which covers 12 counties around our, our factory here within about an hour, an hour and a half of, uh, of where HHA is based. Um, but there's six honor flight chapters in the state of Wisconsin. So um, I started to get people from other clubs where those other chapters are prevalent asking me if I would do shoots. So at that point, then I knew that I had to, to come up with some kind of an entity of my own. Because uh, in the past, I was just working under the uh, the local chapters uh, 501c3. So, so that was why I formed HHA USA was now I've got a, I have a mobile fundraising bucket that I can take anywhere in the state of Wisconsin and raise money. Um, and another thing that I became very passionate about as my, as my heart for the military grew and I, and I learned more about it is the 22 veterans a day that commit suicide. Yeah. Um, um that, and I'm sure being in the service yourself, I'm sure you've, you've either known, someone directly or or known someone that's known someone that's been affected by that i mean that to me is just it's devastating and that's a that's a number that's not acceptable and there's there's so many opportunities to help to help our veterans that are struggling with ptsd through the outdoors um and so as a result of that when i started hha usa we are taking our first 22 percent that we raise every year and donating that to three other veterans organizations that specifically get men and women of the service out hunting and fishing. That's awesome. And yeah, I, I don't personally know uh, anyone, thankfully I'm grateful for that, that have, that has dealt with that problem. Um, but I think that is very relative to how 
I feel and how part of the reason why I've started hunt free is I love hunting. So that kind of pairs with how you guys all have had HHA sports over the years. It's the hunting uh, for profit side of things. And then um, of course I've served over the last few years um, and I by no means have ever dealt with PTSD, but the struggles I understand. So that's part of where my gratitude comes in for other people who are veterans and for people who are willing to help because if we can be there for each other, help one another, something as simple as a conversation like this can change it all. So with something as you know big and incredible as HHA USA and the impact that you all are making, that that only amplifies that. So I'm right there along with you. Yeah, no, we're, uh, we're honored and excited to be able to, to do that. Um, we, we've partnered with three organizations. Uh, one of them is wounded warriors in action. They're, they're actually Wisconsin, not Wisconsin based. They were, they were started in Wisconsin by a, uh, an army ranger, uh, 11 or 12 years ago, but they, they put on about 60 or 70 events a year across the country. Um, and being that HHA USA is a Wisconsin-based 501c3, at least initially, all of our funds that we raise will stay here in Wisconsin and then go towards veterans in Wisconsin. So um, in the conversations I had with one of their volunteers uh, that took some gentlemen out uh, fishing and turkey hunting, he was actually out turkey hunting with a, with a veteran a few years back. And little did he know, but that gentleman was actually planning to take his own life when he got back from the hunt. Hmm. and uh it was the last morning of his turkey hunt on a sunday morning and he ended up shooting a big tom and he said that 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 experience basically saved his life so i mean that that was all i needed to hear to know that this was something i wanted to be more a part of because if if us if me using my personal time and using my influence from all the success that we've had with hha if i can use that to to save one veteran's life in the next 50 years or as long as the good Lord's going to leave me here, it's worth it. Absolutely. And it, it, uh, it makes me feel great to know that every bit that hunt free is able to donate to you all has, you know, except for all intents and purposes, that means 22% of what we donate will directly go to that as well. And that if I, of course, everything is important when it comes to helping veterans and helping others in general, but that is one that definitely sticks with me the hardest. Uh, although I've never, like I said, I've never experienced it. It's something that my heart just can cannot live knowing that it, it happens because it really does, it does burden me. Um, but so I'm grateful that we're able to help. Uh, no, and we're, we're grateful to have, to have your help. So um, the Neistead Foundation is another organization that we work with that was started by a, a gentleman by the name of James Neistead, and he was actually a part of the Delta Force back in the mid-80s. Oh, nice. Um, and so he's doing very similar things where he's getting servicemen and women out hunting and fishing. He's got a ranch down in Texas that he does stuff down there. So um, our, our hope is to eventually be able to, to send some Wisconsin veterans to go and, and experience uh the outdoors with those guys and then um kind of getting back to the professional athlete angle of things i met adam laroche probably 10 or 12 years ago now um hha's partnered with buck commander on the on the for-profit side and adam started uh the e3 foundation which uh 
he actually brings veterans right into his his ranch out in uh, in Kansas. Um, he's very passionate about the twenty two a day as well, and, and very patriotic. And uh, so so Adam and his uh, his E three Foundation is our the third one in our trifecta, and we're just we're very honored and blessed to be able to help those guys out and uh, look forward to. Sending some some cheeseheads out hunting with uh, with those three guys, so it's uh, <laughs> it's it's exciting. Um, obviously, we're uh, we actually were supposed to have an event uh, this past weekend. It would have been our fourth event of the year, and with uh, everything going on with the uh, the coronavirus, we had to to postpone that one until later in the summer. Um, but we actually have nine events on the docket for this year. We've had three of them so far. We had one in January, February, and March. Um, have another one coming up well hopefully i guess if everything turns around we've we're gonna have a busy summer we've got events in june july and, and possibly now august uh to to get us through our year and then depending on how many uh how many volunteers i can find to, to help me out on this thing um that that number could grow next year because i've got probably six or eight people on the waiting list that are just waiting for me to give them the green light and they want to open their doors and, and do an HHA USA shoot here in Wisconsin for us. So, Well, that sounds, that sounds like it's going to be a good year next year. And I hope that, um, I hope that those events are still able to happen this summer. Um, if for some reason they're not, do you think that you'll postpone them towards the fall or try to maybe do different type of events, maybe more relative to hunting uh, in the area? I'm not sure what your thoughts are, but I know hunting seasons, you know, comes around. So that, that's just the thought I had. Yeah, that's the tough thing with, uh, with doing shoots. I mean, obviously being in Wisconsin here, January, February, March, those were all indoor events. The one that was supposed to be in, uh, this past weekend was as well. Um, everything June, July, August is, uh, is outdoor 3d. So, uh, if those all get canceled for some reason, I'm not, I guess I'm not hundred percent sure what, what our fundraising will look like at that point for the year. Um, and, and that's, you know, I've, I've been, if there's been a, a blessing that's come out of this thing, it's allowed me to, to kind of sit around and, and think about, you know, well, what, how else can we raise money for this thing? And, you know, I do want to have eventually at some point, a an annual, oh, a sit down, you know, formal, I don't want to say a formal dinner. I mean, it would be like a QDM banquet or a, a DU banquet, something of that nature, where we, we have a bunch of uh, silent auctions, live auction type things. Um, thank all of our sponsors, um, have a highlight reel video of the year and kind of share with folks how much money we raised and then use that as an opportunity to announce our schedule for the following season. So that's something that, um, Obviously won't happen this year, but I could see that in 2021 for sure. Somewhere in Wisconsin, we would have a, our a first annual HHA USA banquet. Um, and then there's also the opportunity, I guess, um, obviously you have to look into the legality of all the fundraising and, and those things. But we do a lot of, uh, of silent auction and live auction stuff at our at our shoots. So uh, there should be a way to somehow take that to the Internet and, and possibly raise funds that way. Um, and then you know folks like yourself i've got uh i have another gentleman that's going to partner with us as well and wants to donate a portion of what he's doing so i mean we as you saw this morning when you did it you, we do have that donate now button on our website so anybody that decides to go there and do that um you know that money's going to go towards getting wisconsin veterans out into the outdoors and helping combat ptsd as well as getting getting some of them out to washington dc to see all those memorials that were built in their honor that's awesome and i hope that uh 
getting everything online is definitely a viable option. Uh, I, I, def- I think that's a great idea, um, especially with everything going on. And uh, you mentioned that on your website, you have the donate now button. Um, and if those of you who are listening, if you don't know, I actually uh, on my website have linked uh, there's, it says donate up at the top, but that brings you right to HHA USA's donate now, uh, section of their website. So if you're cruising on my website and thinking about donating, there's a link for you. If not, you can go right to, uh, HHAUSA.org and donate. Um, you know, of course, donations are always, uh, completely, you know, on your own merit. Um, but I, you know, I, I would challenge people to even give a dollar, uh, and just say thank you. Um, because every little bit counts and especially with a year like this, you know, it'll be challenging, but I know you guys will get through it. So, and there's nothing better than, uh, defeating adversity. That's for sure. Yeah, you bet. And I mean, to, to go back a little bit, uh, and I should have touched on this more, but we had talked about my dad at the beginning of the podcast and he was, he was 82 when he passed away. So being born in the late thirties, he was right at the tail end of the, um, polio outbreak. So, I mean, uh, I, I don't know my history that well, but I know polio was a, was a major issue for, for people back in the twenties and thirties. And he actually had polio as a child. So he, he had a brace on his leg from the time that he could walk. Mm. Um, so you want to talk about adversity. I mean, here's a man that never was able to run. He was never able to participate in sports. He was never able to ride a bike. He was never able to swim. And, uh, the fact that he had that brace on his leg, I mean, that kind of handicapped him in more ways than one where, you know, I mean, he was able to be successful, but, but certain people would, would look at him and just kind of discount him because of his handicap. But, but he did not let that ever stop him. And I mean, look at the look at the empire that he built with HHA Sports, and that was the man that uh, that basically had one good leg. Hmm. That's wow, so, that's incredible. So that that that's something that we draw on. I mean, a lot of our employees that we've had have been with us for years, and so they they knew Dad's story. And uh, so even though we're you know we may face some challenges when we come out of the other end of this thing, I think the uh, the fact that the guy that uh, that started this whole thing took it from basically nothing when he, when he didn't have two nickels to rub together. Um, he's definitely passed that on to both of his sons and, and they've in turn passed it on to his employees. So we're, uh, we're not going anywhere and we're excited to get back to work and just, uh, just praying for everybody to come out of this thing healthy. So. Absolutely. And that's the American dream right there. I, I love hearing stories like that because I see so often people doubting uh, their ability and, I always just, I plead them to not because if all you do is try, you'll be glad that you did. So that's a great story of that. And um, it's awesome to hear that that's how your father uh, overcame his adversity. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, uh, another thing you talk about adversity and another thing that really got me hooked, if I needed, if I needed one more thing on top of everything else I've talked about, about just the pride that I have in our country and, and our veterans and, and how much appreciation I have for them, I was able to go out to the Department of Defense Warrior Games back in 2016. Um, I don't know if you guys are, if your listeners are familiar with that or not, but it's uh, it's basically an Olympics that the Department of Defense puts on for combat wounded veterans. And we went out to West Point to see that um gentleman that was on our pro staff still is on our pro staff um was injured in iraq either iraq or afghanistan um 
and he actually won the games with our optimizer site back in 2015. And I think he took silver in 16, but they can only participate for two years. And then after that, they have to go on to uh, either step aside and let somebody else participate or, or get into coaching. So Frank decided to start coaching the army team. So he invited us out and, uh, I was, I was very moved to get in there and see, I mean, a, a lot of these folks that you looked at, you'd look at them from 20 feet away and you wouldn't think there was anything wrong with them, but they, they either had uh, post-traumatic stress or TBI. Uh, and there was one gentleman that, and I know we've all seen it is, you know, he was completely unrecognizable from what he, what he looked like before he went into the service. He actually was in a, a vehicle that got hit by an IED and, essentially his face was completely disfigured. He had, he had no fingers and that man was shooting arrows at 20 meters better than I could on my best day. That's crazy. <laughs> and I just sat, I just sat in the bleachers and I watched him shoot for about a half hour. And I looked at the guys that I was with and I said, I'm never, ever going to walk out of my house again and say, I'm, I'm having a bad day after seeing what that guy was doing. I mean, it was just remarkable. So that, that that experience really kind of cemented my my passion for our veterans and, and what they go through. And it, it really kind of put my HHA USA mission into overdrive, if you will. Definitely. That's yeah. I, if uh, if he's on that team, there's no way that I'm shooting better than him, because trust me, I am no professional archer. So <laughs> <laughs> um but, that's, but just to just to see the uh, the therapy that that archery brought about to all those servicemen and women, it was it was incredible. I mean, it uh, it was really something special to be a part of, and and um, still stay in touch with those guys. I mean, gotten to be good friends with them, and uh, just really appreciate what they're what they're doing and the, and the therapy that archery has been for them. In fact, Frank is now a, he's a uh, coach for an S3D 18 down South and just absolutely is eaten up with it. Here he is, you know, early forties retired from the service and, and coaches kids shooting bows and arrows all day long. So what a, what a great marriage that is. Yeah, definitely. And it really is a therapy. It definitely is. So I hope that more people try to get their, uh, their friends and loved ones into it veteran or not, because it really is. Um, it's like a Zen. So, yeah, and I mean that was one of the hopes with our military discount. I, I wanted one. I wanted to to honor our our servicemen and women by by giving them a, a financial discount on our products, but just to be able to open the door and hopefully get more more general participation in archery, but specifically our servicemen and women. I think just what it what it does for the for the soul and for the mind is a uh, is a great thing. So definitely. Um, so. I'll just touch on it briefly. Uh, I know we we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, so obviously, you and I, between HHA Sports and HHA USA, plan to uh, work together as the future progresses. Um, and just so everyone knows that you know, there's no, we don't have any real plans. We just know that our values are aligned, and uh, I believe I speak for both of us when I say, uh, you know, this is a new friendship and. Really, that's all there is to it, and the rest will fall into place. So, it just leaving it at those bare bones uh, is the most uh, important thing it could be to me. Because at, at the end of the day, if you're not working with people that your values don't align, then then you're not going to have a good partnership. So, I'm looking forward to see the impact that we can make together. 
No, I am as well. And I mean, you and I've only talked a few times on the phone and, and communicated over social media, but, but from the minute that we started to communicate, I just, I knew, I don't know if you want to call it intuition or gut instinct or what, but it's like, yeah, this, this kid gets it. And I, I don't mean to call you a kid. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm basically twice as old as you are. So I'm going to say this young man gets it, but you just, uh, it, it's rare these days to see someone of your age doing something of this magnitude and with this, with this passion. I mean, and, and unfortunately we live in a selfish world where everybody's out for themselves and, and, um, you, you're, you're obviously not that way. You're, you've been serving our country for, for quite a few years and now you've decided to combine that with your passion. And I just, I think it's awesome and I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's all right. If you call me a kid, I know I'm young. Trust me. <laughs> I get it. I won't, all the time. I, I won't call you kid, and you and, and you don't have to call me Mr. Ham anymore. You can start calling me Chris. How does that sound? All right, sounds like a deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I really enjoyed talking today. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else you wanted to share at all. Uh, if not, then I'm only going to have one more question for you. Yeah. No. I mean, it uh, it's it's been a pleasure coming on here, and I just I love I love sharing our story. That's one thing that. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, my dad had a lot of health issues later in life. And so when the when the optimizer came out in 96, he actually had a heart attack later that year and only went to one ATA show from that point on. So, I mean, mm. unfor- unfortunately, as our company grew and really became what it is today, he, he was able to see all that stuff from his recliner, but he was never able to get out into a, a big public atmosphere like an ATA show and just see the buzz, um, which, which makes me a little sad. But, I mean, he... He knew what he had built, but um, one thing that I did this year, I, I do all the writing for our catalog, um, and so we put a really nice tribute to him on the center of the catalog this year, but that is something that uh, in the next month or two will be uh, forever uh, memorialized on our website is, is an about our founder page, because I mean, so many people don't don't know who Harry Ham was, and, and in fact, HHA Sports mean uh the the meaning behind that or the abbreviation is is harry ham and associates that's what hha stands for and a lot of people don't know that so um that's something i'm excited to to get up there and uh and just share that story because um you know unfortunately a lot of the companies in our industry and just in this world are getting bought up by other other larger businesses where you know there might be six eight ten fifteen brands under one one umbrella and that's not the case with hha we're we're still family owned we have been for the last 36 years and we we plan to be for hopefully another 36 more so uh and we wouldn't be able to do that without the support of folks like yourself and and the countless other people that have have supported our brand over the years so i guess if i wanted to close with anything i just want to thank all of our customers for for buying our product and and standing behind us uh and and just continuing to fly that HHA flag because without that, we, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to reading that, uh, that tribute. Of course, I heard a lot about it today and same with everyone listening, but I'm definitely of course going to read that. And I think it's, um, extremely important in a world where, like you said, there's, you know, a lot of big business that there's wholesome family and American values in a company um, because there's so many people and different companies trying to do similar things, but so to, you know, what stands you all apart is, is the value in, in, in those values. So I think that's incredible. 
Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. And um, so I'll just ask one more question. I'm not sure if you've listened to one of the episodes before or not, but I always ask every guest at the end, uh, and that's what does hunt free mean to you? And I always kind of preface that with not just the brand or anything that I've done, but just those two words and the values behind it. What does that mean to you? Well, I mean, obviously this has been a, you know, with what we're doing on the HHA USA side and the fact that our, our products are American made, I mean, hunt, hunt free is a, it's a great name. Obviously you came up with that. And I mean, it just, it, it really resonates with our audience. I mean, we, we live in, a, in an amazing country and that we're able to, to do that. We're able to grab a bow and arrow and go out on a Saturday afternoon and, and sit out in God's great outdoors and enjoy creation. I mean, that's, that's awesome. There's a lot of people in this world that don't have that opportunity. So um, it, it's wonderful that we're able to do that. And the fact that we are able to do that is because of the brave men and women like yourself that defend our country and defend those freedoms. So um, I just, I'm, I'm very humbled and honored that we get to, we get to partner with you and I'm, uh, we haven't met face to face, but when I, when we do, I'm going to, I'm going to close that six foot social, social distancing and shake <laughs> your hand and, and thank you for your service and, and, and thank you for what you're doing because I mean, it's, it's very easy for people to, I shouldn't say it's easy, but, but people, people become successful and so many times that success goes to their head and they just do it all for themselves and they do it to ring the cash register or get a bigger house or, or buy a faster car. But, but being able to, to use that success and, and bless other people with it, that that's what sets people apart in my opinion. And I'm, I'm by no means trying to put myself up on a pedestal because I, I consider myself in that latter group, but I, I honestly hope that more people in our industry follow the example that I'm trying to set and will, will use their successes to, to help veterans or to help cancer patients or, or whatever. I mean, there's, there's, you look at what's going on with the, uh, with the virus, look at all the athletes and the celebrities that have stepped up and, and donated money. Not all of them have, but some of them sure have, and they, they get it. They're, they're like the Jimmy's and the Chris's of the world and they want to pay it forward. So, um, I know that was kind of a long answer, but that, that's what hunt free is to me is just being able to, to, go out and enjoy the outdoors and, and appreciate the freedoms that we have because of the, of the men and women of the service and, and by American made HHA products. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. I, <laughs> and I really appreciate it. And there's, there's no long answers because it's not something that's uh, necessarily short and sweet. It, that's the, that's my favorite part. I'll share briefly of, of hunt free and just those words and values is just that it has a different meaning to everybody but the goal is generally all the same and the feeling behind it is all the same. It just has its slight nuances. So that's my favorite part of it. Um, no, that's awesome. And I'm excited to see what you're going to be able to do with this platform going forward. Because I mean, I think, I think unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but we're going to see a lot of, uh, of copycats in this. And I, and I honestly hope that we do. I hope there's more people doing stuff like you and I are doing, but I mean, you're, you're going to be successful because you, you've started it at such a young age. Um, and you, you know, when you said that you were with bowhunting.com, I mean, that, uh, that resonated with me because we've had a long partnership with Todd and Justin. And so you, uh, you instantly had a feather in your cap when you mentioned their names. So, um, I, I think that, uh, 
you know, you obviously learned some things from them and, and we're just, we're excited to be, to be partnered with you and excited to see where things are going to go. Absolutely. Well, I thank you for coming on today, Chris. And, uh, I had a lot of fun talking and I'm looking forward to the next time we get to talk. And then, like you said, hopefully meet and uh, close the social distance a little bit for a handshake. <laughs> that sounds great. We'll have to, we'll have to get you out here to Wisconsin when it's safe to, uh, safe to get out and do a 3d shoot again maybe we can do a do a podcast at one of our uh, our events live next year definitely all right uh so thank you everybody for listening to this episode of a uh, hunt free podcast i hope you all enjoyed it and uh, va- uh had found great value in uh, chris's stories and i hope you guys are just as excited about our partnership and the impact we're going to make together moving forward uh Again, stay safe, and as always, hunt free. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Hunt Free Podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to help make a great impact on both the veteran and hunting communities, then make sure to share this podcast with everybody you know. Also, follow along on Instagram at Hunt Free Media. Have a great day. Thank you for listening, and as always, hunt free.